0: The Nifty Show. Welcome to The Nifty Show, the world's first NFT podcast. I am your solo host for the time being, Riles. And I'm here, surprise, surprise, to talk about games and Web3. Obviously, we're all putting forward so much effort trying to figure out how to bring adoption and Web3-based benefits to gamers across the world. It's such a massive industry that is just waiting to experience the true ownership and the technological benefits of blockchain and Web3 and NFTs as a whole. And today we're going to be discussing a very ambitious project by a very long-running uh, game publishing company. I have here with me the VP of product for Congregate. How are you doing today, George?
1: Hi, Riles. Uh, doing good. Thank you for having me here today.
0: Yeah. So tell me how Congregate. Well, well, first off, you know, let's let's catch up our audience because I know what Congregate is. A lot of our listeners and viewers probably do not.
1: Sure. So Congregate is a sixteen-year-old uh, video game company that it started as a portal for browser games right uh, back in 2006 uh, then you know where indie developers could kind of put their games up in the web and the user base the community was able to play those games and you know the the developers will get some rewards depending on how well the games did right then congregate transitioned into the mobile world right with a uh, of bringing up the iPhone, the app stores, etc., uh, And we started to publish some of those games and helping out those developers to put those games in the, in mobile, right? And, you know, in those times, we developed things such as Adventure Capitalist, Adventure Communist, which are like, you know, kind of genre defining games in, in the idle space, for example. Uh, we developed Animation Throwdown, right? Published things like that. Be Heroes, Battle Ham, Uh, You know, very interesting mix between idle games and card games and RPGs. And the last five years, the company kind of transitioned uh, to do its own games, right? Before we were publishing other people's games. Now we were making our our own. And in the last two years, we started to, you know, play a little bit with uh, blockchain. Uh, So few people know, but uh, we actually had a game with NFTs more than a year ago. Uh, and, you know, where basically every account that was created was a wallet uh, that was kind of a partnership that we did with Forte, um, kind of an experiment, right? And it went so well that we decided to really jump into this uh, in 2022 with uh, two big projects. One is the Bitverse, which is the one that I'm I'm leading currently, and the other one is uh, a revamp of our platform. Uh, you know, we want to kind of uh, update our... Web2 platform and make it part of web, of the Web3 world, kind of try to play that role of, OK, let's bring developers uh, that want to do Web3 games into a common place so people can can go and play those there and we can help them out. But today we're here to talk about Bapers.
0: Yeah, so so to, to translate some of that, when, when you hear the word congregate, just think enormous, long-running browser gaming presence. Uh, tons of game publishing, huge for indie development as a whole. I'm, um, I'm, I'm personally a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. Uh, but now, now that you're you're taking this much larger step into Web3 and NFTs, can, can you talk about what the key concept behind Bitverse is? What makes this different from the other Web3 games that we've been seeing?
1: So I think um, there's there's a lot of differentiating factors between us and and other games, right? first and foremost you mentioned it we have congregate behind this right so it's a project that it's funded right we we made the pitch at the at the end of 2021 to our executive team and we got the kind of thumbs up to go with this for two or three years right so we have the means to to build it without having to raise any any extra capital uh so that's one thing second thing is that we're trying to do this uh thinking about it more from the standpoint of you know, game first, right? Uh, so we're more about, OK, let's build the games. And let's make sure that we make this fun first. And then, you know, we, we think about all the the plan on, play to earn components. Uh, we, we bring those over a little bit later, right? So that's why, for example, we're starting with NFT Heroes, right? That's the first NFT that we are uh, putting for sale. Uh, we have a collection of 2,500 uh, going out tomorrow, and uh, you know the idea is that that hero that you're going to bring to the Bitverse, that NFT hero, is going to be interoperable between all the games of the Bitverse because we're creating a metaverse of games, right? Different genres, but using all kind of the the Hero's heart to to fuel them, right? Uh, in terms of the art style and the world building and and all of those things. So we're making a play on you know, interoperability and having a fun and good experience. right? Uh, from that standpoint, also, three of those games are going to be playable this year. right? We have the original Beat Heroes game, which was launched in 2016. Um, we are retrofitting that game. And then we're launching, launching Arena, which is a Battle Royale type of game. So think of Fortnite, think of Roll Stars on mobile. right? And then afterwards, we're going to be launching Beat Heroes Runner, which is more like a Super Mario, where you know your character doesn't stop running, and you have to have like you know gigantic reflexes to dodge and kill your your enemies. Um, so those three games are coming up this year.
0: Uh, I, I think that uh, sorry. I, I, I think that Mr. George Square is being a little bit humble in, in the presentation of this because this is some historical stuff, and. Uh, listeners and viewers that are familiar with who I am are going to recognize the vision that he's putting forward where you can take a single NFT into multiple games because that's never been able to happen before. Uh, that's something that that I've been working on personally in a, in a similar project, but I, I don't see it as being in competition. And one of the reasons why this project caught my eye is because I, I really want to see this happen. I want to see... Singular assets give gamers more power and have more utility and be totally focused on the game. So that's, that's, that's really, really amazing. Uh, now, do you happen to have a timeline for when each of the, the three games will, will come out this year?
1: Yeah. So as I mentioned, RPG is already out there. It's going to get updated so people can play with their NFTs by the end of, uh, of October. Uh, Arena, which is the Battle Royale. Should be coming also by the end of October. So the idea is that you know our ideal scenario is we will launch the game Beat Heroes Arena at the same time that we will enable the NFT functionality on Beat Heroes Quest, which is the RPG. Right, so people can start seeing their NFTs being interoperable between those two games.
0: Now, th- this may be a lot to ask, given that you're already promising three games for this year. But do you already have other games? Um, in development or on the drawing board or are we just starting with these three for now?
1: We're starting with these three and to be honest, I, I had hoped that we would have more time during the, this quarter to think about uh, next year's games. <laughs> but you know, between the pre-sale and three games, I think I was a little bit uh, ambitious. But we do have at the very least like two prototypes right now. We have a prototype for a card game, a CCG, and a prototype for a Tag of War game um so any of those could come up next year
0: awesome now in terms of how this relates to the rest of web3 um you know being able to plug one nft in the multiple games is amazing it's historical uh, i think that there's a ton of benefit in it where do the play to own and play to earn components come into this
1: that's a great question so play to own comes again we talked about the central NFT that you can play on multiple games. What if I told you that also every all the progress that you're going to make with that NFT is going to be yours, right? What if I told you like, hey, if you level this guy up to level 50 or 100 or 200 in the RPG game, that's going to go with it. If you collect these items, that's going to go with it. And, and that's where I expect a lot of the play to own. Value is going to come up for people on the hero side, right? Uh, if you put a let's say, 100 days of gameplay into your hero, well, you know, that's 100 days of gameplay. That That's worth a lot of a lot of time for somebody else, right? The same way that if you put any money into it, right? Because there's going to be cosmetics, there's going to be things that you can purchase as well for it. Like, that money goes into your your NFT hero, right? So that's one side. Another side is um, the Big pixel token, which is coming up in the first half of 2023. And the idea is that that is a meta card currency that players can use across all the games to buy stuff, right? Um, purchase things, and that's also what we're going to use to reward people through tournaments, pets, um, all sorts of events, a season pass, like everything that you can imagine. We're gonna we're gonna throw uh, at the games, and we're gonna let people earn that way, right? There's gonna even be drops in the game. So, for example, imagine you're playing the runner game. Right, which is like a little bit more like a platformer. You're jumping here and there, trying to run away from the boss that is chasing you, dodging enemies, and there's going to be a drop of pixel in one of the lanes. So, you know, are you quick enough to grab it? Well, things like that, right? That's where the, the player and component is going to come in. Yes, we will have staking, but as I mentioned, for us, it's a lot about playing and having fun. And that's the way that you're going to maximize these things, right? And finally, the third component is what we're calling the the Bitforge, right? So as you play the game, the different games, you're going to collect objects and items, right? Those items at first are not going to be NFTs themselves. Yes, they're going to be stored with your main NFT, but you're not going to be able to sell them individually, right? Or trade them. Now, when we add the Bitforge, what's going to happen is that you're going to be able to take one of those items, apply some bit pixel to it, and you're going to be able to create an NFT version of that item, right? Meaning that if you got, let's say, our kind of highest rarity in our games is called the Ancient, so the Ancient equipment is like the most powerful that players can get, right? So if you get an Ancient, right at first, it's not going to be an NFT. And we will never sell an, an Ancient ourselves. Like, if you get an Ancient as a player, and then you Convert into an NFT, right? That immediately creates a ton of value for the player, and I'm sure you know. Again, people
0: will be willing to to get that from your hands. <laughs> now, I I did a little bit of exploring. I checked out the the presale that you launched for the uh, the hero portal reservations, where people could reserve to to purchase a hero, and the price point on those got pretty darn high. I, I think it went up to to over a thousand uh USD. Now, mm-hmm. what do you see as being the, the primary entry point for gamers that are getting into this? That's a great question. So we did put a lot of thought into uh pricing here, right? We don't we
1: not only looked at other products, right? That wasn't yeah, it was good to know what other products were doing, but that wasn't the main uh factor when, when it came down to pricing. For us, what we tried to do is to offer something to almost every type of User that we could imagine, right? So if you're a, if you're just a player, you're, you're mostly interested in I want to own my NFT, I want to get access to the the display torrent features, and I want to get access to the interoperability, right? So progress interoperability, and 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 features, like just go for the common portal, right? That's going to give you a common character for 99 bucks, and that should be really good in order to enjoy all the, the universe, not only this year with three games, but you know with the other five or seven that we will end up having in a couple of years. Now if you're more into the perks, because each one of these NFTs comes with perks, right? Um and those perks get better as the right as the rarity goes up. So if you're interested for example interested for example in playing uh the RPG, right? Uh getting a rare is a great idea because it has a perk that basically boosts your progression by fifty percent. You know, it increases your item find, your chance to get familiars, your your XP uh, collection, your gold collection by fifty percent, right? And that's something that we charge usually like thirty bucks a month to the existing players in the game, right? So if you think about that, that has inherently a value of three hundred and sixty over a year, right? If you play this more than that, you're already break even, right? Then the rare the epic sorry the epic the mythic and the epic legendary and and mythic characters then are more a little bit about how interested you are in the exclusive nft mounts and pets that are going to go with them and how much of a spender you are right uh because in our games again as i mentioned you can spend for things and another differentiating factor is that we are using hybrid models so that means that we are mixing free-to-play with the play unknown with Later on, like we're putting all together in the back, right? So there's yeah, there's micro transactions that can happen in the game. Uh, if you're gonna buy gems, so to speak, to buy other things, right, in the game, you're gonna get a boost. If you have a let's say, if you have a mythic character, you get a 25% uh, extra on top of anything you spend, right? So then it becomes down. It comes down to like, how much are you planning to spend on the game? How long are you planning to play? How much of a collector you are, right? For example, there's only 63 mythics out there, and they have like the singular kind of array of visual components that is the most exclusive across all the heroes in the Pitbars, right? So, again, um, that depends a little bit more on whether you're a collector, how much you plan to spend on the games, how long do you plan to play with us, right? And how much do you want to support us? So, I think we have a price point for everybody. Uh, obviously, you know, People who don't want to spend anything but want to enjoy the Bitverse, as I mentioned, can play the games as a free-to-play player. They won't get access to the play uh, to own and play and earn features, but they will definitely be able to enjoy the
0: the games. So a network of multiple games that allows both for free-to-play players and people who are more interested in either getting the benefits associated with NFTs or even in investing at them at higher levels. so that would be the Bitverse, the and their community is on discord.gg slash Bitverse. Uh George, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me here. And until next time, folks, remember to keep it nifty. <laughs>